Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 99, Under the Sea, or anybody of or any body of water. I messed that up, but it's all cool. My name is Alex, <laughs> and you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and today I am here with Jennifer. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. This is this is my 99th episode, which is kind of exciting. Uh, oh, wow. I got 99 episodes. I feel episodes. like we're <laughs> almost there to 100, so I feel very honored. Yeah, yeah, it's a kind of like a surreal experience, but I'm glad to have you as my 99th that's weird. I just sounded weird me saying that 99th guest. <laughs> but today is not about me gloating about the 99th episode. It's all about Jennifer and her hobby. But before we jump into that, who is Jennifer? Oh, Jennifer. Who is Jennifer? Well, I'm currently a mother of one. Uh, not that that defines me, but I also work full time and I am enjoying new motherhood right now. So that's that's me right now. But yeah, <laughs> right now. You know what? I've met her child many, many times. We're best friends. Uh, awesome kid. I call him the king. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's, yeah, it's just like he's a he's a toddler right now. So everything just seems a lot more busy. And there haven't been a lot of gen time or mommy and daddy time. But there's a there's a lot of Kingsley time. So <laughs> Well, in due time, there's going to be some more time, hopefully for your hobby. Yes. Which we're going to jump into, right? Yes. <laughs> or should I say yes. dive into? Oh, Alex. Di- the oh, hey <laughs> But before we do that, uh, do you have any social media links or websites or projects or anything that you love to share so people can come show some love? I personally don't have any of those things, but um, I do have Dive Teacher. He has a diving center. It's called My Dive Center. Uh, I can send you a link for that. And they basically go from like selling scuba gears to teaching. Like if you have never done diving of any kind, you can go there and they can basically set you up with like learning like a discovery, like see if you actually like it before you dive into it. And they, they're very professional and they're very safe. And that's what I think is really important is that like safety always comes first when it comes to scuba diving. So anyway, so yeah, that's the place. It's called My Dive Center. And like they're super nice and they're really good. <laughs> that's perfect. I'll put that information in the description below so people can come check it out. And, you know, always being informed about scuba diving is very important when you want to go scuba diving because there's a lot of things that could happen that could just flip on a dime. So it's that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. So now I feel like we left people long enough on hold. I'm sure they want to know what we're talking about. We said diving, scuba. What could we be talking about? Basically, <laughs> that, scuba diving. So, scuba diving, literally. <laughs> so how did you actually get introduced to scuba diving? Was it a person or something you saw on TV or you just fell in the water like, oh, I like this feeling? So I think I think we're probably going back at least like over 10 years ago like over 10 years ago so my dad is like a very like don't mind if i go into a bit of a detail because it's funny by all means so my dad have a business and his business needed an architect to do some drawings for him and then this architect person they are like they became really good friends and then his hobby was scuba diving so then basically he talked my dad into scuba diving and then my dad just became like obsessed with it. Like he was, he basically, he went like, he went on, started learning and getting all these equipment. 
And then he basically been like hounding like my mom and my brother and and I to be like, yo, you guys got to try it. Like he always wanted to be like a group activity, like, you know, your family, whole family goes down south and just scuba dive. But we were like, no, no, like, no, no, like, we're okay, dad, we're okay. Like, we want to breathe, like, air, air, like, on top of water. So, and he's been basically going at it for a while. And then my mom was just like, okay, I'll only do it if Jennifer does it with me. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, dude, like, I was like, mom, you just, like, literally threw me under the bus. Because I, I want her to have a fun experience. And I'm sure, like, my dad really wants to go with her. So I was like, all right, okay, fine. Then I'll do it. And that was like literally like 10 years after my dad started. That's awesome. So like a whole family thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And actually, we're still trying to get my brother to go. Oh, you haven't convinced him yet? No, we have not convinced him yet. He's still like very skeptical about it. But it's like you really, it's an experience that you really have to go in about it you know like but yeah that's how i got started my dad so you haven't convinced your brother and ottawa so we're both from ottawa is there any places in ottawa to actually go scuba diving or is it just like a dead zone uh in in ottawa no but there are places in quebec like in the quarry and stuff they have places in like around wakefield that you can go but it's not like ocean water obviously it's just like like lakes or rivers in the Gatineau side and then they have some like shipwreck stuff around Brockville oh wow that's like the closest that we have for like scuba diving to actually see stuff but very very low like range <laughs> like it's not the cleanest water let's just say that so you wouldn't want to go scuba diving in the Rideau Canal <laughs> no, no. So no. <laughs> yeah, the Rideau Canal, for people who are wondering, is a, a giant canal that is known as the largest skating rink in the world. Man-made skating rink. Yeah. Yeah. But it's located in Ottawa. It's not worth going in. I fell in once. Not fun. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was a complete accident. I almost lost my legs to a boat. And, you know, that's that's a story for a different oh, time. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm like, okay. I'll, tell, I'll tell you all about it after. Yes. Uh so actually for scuba diving, uh, what kind of things do you tend to bring along with you? Oh, wow. Like a, a lot of things. Like, well, like my whole, all my gears. So there's like uh, a BCD. So that's like the inflatable jacket that you have. And then there is, oh man, like the octopus. So basically like your regulator, like your mount, your breathing piece, which is one of the most important pieces and some fins for swimming I guess or kicking and that's and like I usually have a wetsuit because I don't I don't like going in with my just like bathing suit because it gets really cold at the bottom <laughs> but yeah like so that's uh yeah that's a lot uh and yeah so at but most places you can rent those items so you don't really have to bring it if you don't feel like carrying all those things when you're traveling but I tend, because I am my dad's daughter, so we like <laughs> to bring our own stuff, like, everywhere. So every time before we travel, we have to make sure that they have luggage allowances <laughs> so that we could carry all our equipment and stuff. Even the tank? Um, not the tank. No, the <laughs> tank, we usually, the tank we rent because those are hard to get on the plane. 
But uh, if we, for example, if we're going to Brockville or drivable, uh, we usually, my dad usually brings his own and get it filled, like fill at like a diving shop. And then they'll, he brings his own tank. <laughs> yes. And so I don't though. <laughs> you're like, you know, somebody else can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you were mentioning the suits. You said a wetsuit. Now I've heard that there's also a thing called a dry suit. What is the difference between both of those? And in which condition would you use a wetsuit versus a dry suit? So like a wetsuit is for, is not for like maybe like warmer places, more like tropical places like a, a wetsuit because it, it gets wet like you the person actually get wet in the suit but a dry suit and well oh, sorry and the wetsuit it's maybe like you can get like a really cheap one for like maybe like a hundred bucks or more but then a dry suit is basically for like cold diving so like I was trying to get a fitting on before for a dry suit but it was just wasn't worth it for me because I don't do cold water diving. And basically with a dry suit, you can literally wear like wear like a sweater underneath or like a like a fleece or pants underneath and you will stay dry in it. So it keeps you really warm when you're diving. And that that could go from like maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars for a dry oh, wow. suit. Yeah. So it's it's definitely an investment. And if you do pl- like if you do plan to do like a lot of cold water diving, it's it's a good investment. But for me it was just not not there. I was like, I'm not going in the cold water. <laughs> you're like, you know what, um the winter's already cold enough here on land. When I want to go into water, I want it to be warm. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But it's like, uh, I think like for insurance and stuff, they usually have it just because they like, you know, they're in the water for a very long time and it's nice and warm. Can you imagine like if they made snowsuits out of that? Just like the technology, because the technology is there. Would it work above <laughs> land? Like instead of having a bulky, you know, a snowsuit? I don't know. I think you might get really, really hot. Cause there's like, there's like no ventilation, right? It's just like a hard, like plastic. You're basically wearing like a hard plastic bag in the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, those, you know, those like speed boat with like the air filled pockets, you know? Those? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So like those, those, I don't know what you call them, but like the line, those like a liner for those kind of like what's around that you know what i changed my mind maybe having a breathable jacket at some point is because mine has a zipper underneath the armpit stating that you know your armpit might stink (laughs) it has yeah yeah it does you can pull it down and just breeze out (laughs) i don't think it'd be really good for a uh dry suit (laughs) no 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 but like yeah it's uh, like i think yeah like my my dad has one and and last time i tried like i was thinking i was like oh maybe if i do more like ontario diving like Canada diving, like it's great if you for can- Canadians like who likes to dive like even like even now the water is really really cold. Like if you go in right like now and it's and even when you hit up to like Ju- May June like the water is still pretty cold. Like I don't exactly know the temperature, but the water is still really cold, and it's just not it's not fun when you're in a wetsuit because you're like freezing hypothermia is not a fun thing (laughs) no 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 exactly and it's just like and the thing is usually the suit the wetsuit is really it's tight on you it's supposed to be tight so it it helps keep you warmer when it's tight but then when you're just like on land and you're cold and you're trying to like rip that off and you're just like oh my god like it's it's freezing so it's good to have a dry suit in that sense but normally like (laughs) 
now. <laughs> now, you were speaking about diving in Canada and you like to also dive in warmer climates, let's say down south. Where have you actually gone diving and scuba diving? When I say diving, I mean actually scuba diving. And where would you like to go? I've been to Tobago, Trinidad. That was my first ever experience, like ever of diving. And then I've been to like Mexico and the, and those places. And I've also been to Fiji. Yeah, and that, I think that was one of the best trips I've had of diving. Like I've been here and there, but like for most like memorable one, the Fiji was definitely one of them. And then the next, and what I really, where I really, really want to go is the Red Sea. Like that's where I want to, like that's my next, like once Kingsley is more independent and can stay with my parents for like over like a two week duration. And I have saved up enough money. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Andrew and I would want to go go there, Red Sea, like, live aboard. Like, so, like, stay on the boat for, like, a week, and all you do is dive. So, uh, you, Andrew, your husband, your lovely, lovely husband, has done scuba diving as well? Yes. So, I basically got him into it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, like, my dad has, like, a way of talking about it that makes it, like, wow, like, that's like, cause it's something that I really enjoy doing. And then my dad talks about it all the time and I'm like, yeah, you should try, you should try it. And he was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Like I'm going to do it. And because, and what also helps is that my dad is also a diving instructor. So my dad was able to waive a lot of, <laughs> waive a lot of fees for him. So Andrew was just like, all right, okay, I'll do it. And then, so he got into it. Oh, and we went to Belize and that was our first a dive trip as a couple we went to belize and that was fun and do you take any pictures or videos like have a gopro while you do this or are you just trying to live in the moment uh yeah i i do like uh so i try not to be behind the camera when i'm under the water because it's like it's it's just so like you want to see everything and take everything in and i find like when you're behind a camera it's not as the experience is not as vivid for you in your head. So I usually just carry, I have the GoPro with me and I put it like around my chest area. So that it's just like, it's just filming the whole, my whole experience. So, and then I look at it after. And following that train of thought, what is the most interesting thing you saw while scuba diving? There's a lot of interesting things down there, Alex. There's like, <laughs> one time we saw like a manta ray oh wow like, like it was huge it was huge like and i'm pretty sure it was me and my uh scuba buddy it was just like a one of my friends that i went with and then we saw it and then we are normally supposed to be very disciplined but we weren't very disciplined and we kind of swam like behind it a little and you're not really supposed to do that. But we swam behind it. Just like we kept a distance. Like we didn't like go like we weren't we weren't daredevils. But like we swam behind it and we were just trying to get it to go back to the group where the group was, where like our group was <laughs> so that everyone could see it. Because it was just it was so beautiful. It was like majestic because it was like there was nothing else in the water at that time it was just the animal itself like swimming away and it was just like wow it was beautiful and the other thing that i thought was kind of scary was like you know like a puffer fish like you know the one that goes like into big 
into like a big balloon and it's like poisonous. Yeah, yeah. So I saw one that was the length of me. And what? I'm like, I'm not a I'm not a big girl. Like I'm like five three, five four, but I saw one that was swimming underneath me and it was the length of me. Wow. And this is puffed up or when he was not puffed up? It was just re- not puffed up. It was just it was just going about on his own or whatever. Yeah. Wow. And I was I and I, I think for me, I honestly got a little nervous <laughs> because I was like, I don't want to like agitate it or something because I do not want that to blow up like underneath me. You know what I mean? So yep. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to like just going to like pedal myself away from there and just yeah it was it was really crazy but it was amazing i was just like mind blown at how big that was god the sea has a lot of giant creatures that you would never expect to be yeah that big. and it really puts things in perspective <laughs> yeah no exactly i mean like you you see them like we have a little fish tank and then there's those like you know those like finding nemo like that um the clownfish and it's like maybe the size of our fingers maybe but like the ones that you see in the oceans are maybe like the size of your palm. Like, so it's kind of like, yeah, like it's just like you, what you see up here is completely not, it doesn't do it justice when it's like in the ocean, you know, like it's, it's crazy. And speaking of which, is there a fish that you would love to see or a creature? Uh, I would love to see like a, a whale shark. We've seen some from a distance. But then I would love to see like wild whale sharks, like when I'm in the water diving, because they're huge. They're huge, like like really big fish, obviously. And they're not exactly like whales where they're in the cold. So they're they are also kind of tropical ish. But yeah, like I would I would love to see it while I'm in the water. So that would be that would be really fun. And they're very beautiful too. And to be they're very slow moving, very majestic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So my family is part uh, part from Barbados, and in Barbados, the flying fish is a very popular fish. Have you ever seen one of those? Uh, I don't think so. No. It kind of like has wings and jumps out of the water and glides. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, wow. That would be really cool. Yeah. It glides for a f- like a few, like a lot of meters. I can't remember how many, but it, like it glides far away and that's like the defense mechanism. Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. I just Googled it. I'm like, yo, that looks really, really cool. Also very delicious. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's just yeah. oh, a, talking okay. about like Barbados well, food. And, that, <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like we eat a lot of seafood in our family. So a lot of time we're like, mm, like that lobster would be so delicious. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're in the water and we're like literally like looking at like uh, all these, all these like fish and then some like, especially like shellfish, like crab, like lobsters, like crabs, like, and some, some fish or like clams and we're like, mm, yummy. Like <laughs> they're like. We're just here to do our thing. Uh, we're just enjoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, yeah. speaking about like collecting things, have you ever like seen, let's say, a shell of a crab on the ground, the ocean floor, and like, you know what, I'll just take this or you leave it there? No, we, we leave it there. That that I play very safe and by the book because it's just because to preserve the ecosystem for them, you know? Like, because uh, a lot of a lot of places are like dying, like they're they're like bleach, like coral bleaching and stuff like that. And it's just like you want to 
let them do its thing in the ocean like you know like a lot of times you want to you be like oh like they won't miss it right but then the thing is like there will be some crab or whatever that will eventually want to take over that shell so you're just like oh okay we'll just you know let's leave it like and the thing is you I like I don't want to be that tourist you know what I mean like that tourist that just feels like they are able to go and take stuff from this beautiful places that you're going to be a visitor of right like you want to be a good guest and that's what I think like when we're in the ocean we're we're guests of the ocean and their homes right so you want to be respectful and try not to destroy it because if everyone goes about doing think whatever that they want then eventually it's we're not going to have something nice to see in there let's respect the boundary because like you said we're guests and you know yeah you can and the great thing about scuba diving is that you could be an observer from above from around like on land you can only like you might accidentally step on something but while you're in the water you can just observe from any angle without even touching it yeah exactly exactly and actually like to uh some places they won't actually let you wear gloves in when you're in the water because they actually don't want you to touch anything because you know when you're wearing gloves that you'd be like oh i'm protected so maybe i'll touch some stuff like even if it's actually like you'll touch something but some places like they're like they won't even let you wear gloves down there because they really don't want you to touch anything oh, at all I like so that. i think that's a great idea yeah i was like oh, okay like i was like yeah like so when we go in there like we we try to put our hands together and just kick away man this makes me want to go scuba diving again <laughs> yeah oh are you a diver too i've done it once in my life and i was like that was it but like that one experience was amazing the back when i was in uh when i went to travel i think it was in jamaica no dominican republic one of their traveling with my family and we did it as an experience my father and i it was cool but uh there was no place in ottawa that would be worth it no <laughs> And that's, and that's the thing. And that's why it's such a, for us people living in Canada or in Ottawa, it's such, it's, it's an expensive mm -hmm. hobby because you can't just do it like in your backyard. <laughs> so you're going to be like, I got to go somewhere at least like travel a couple of like hundred kilometers. Hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hundreds of kilometers to actually go witness something. So and uh, another question I had was, uh, what would you say, this is a tough one, but what would you say is the best part about scuba diving on a personal and emotional level? Wow. Yeah, that is a tough <laughs> one because everything just is so amazing when you're down there. Like, and I think one of my favorites is like, of course, seeing, seeing all the mystical creatures, seeing all these beautiful animals down there. That's amazing. Yes. But my favorite part on an emotional level so there's this thing that we do when we go really deep in the water. When we come back up, we have to go in intervals. So there's like a, there's a, what we call, there's like a five minute safety stop. And it's like five meters underneath, like before we reach surface, sur surface or even before that. So we do it in intervals. And for me, I really interval because like the ground is so far beneath you that you can't even see the ground. But the surface is also not, you don't really see the surface at all yet. So you're just literally in this big, big, big space. And you don't see anything around you except for your fellow other divers. 
and you you you're, you see your feet dangling, but it's dangling to nothing. So there's like <laughs> nothing underneath you. And then you look up and there's still nothing up there yet. And that moment, you're just at like perfect peace and you just hear yourself breathe. Like, you know, the bloop, bloop, bloop. And that's all you hear. And then you just you're like, I mean, you're yes, you're just waiting. But and then randomly you'll see this fish swim by you. But it's like the best. It's like so peaceful, you know, and there's like nothing disturbing. You're just there and you see how small you are, really. Because like you look out and like there's you can't see anything because it's like in, infinity. There's nothing like, you know what I mean? So you're just at this like space and you're just like in the moment and you're just wow. Like like this is how small we are and this is how big the ocean is. Like it's it's crazy. Like it's like the moment where you just like like your dive is over. So you're just like reflecting and yes, you're doing like a safety stop, but then you're just like reflecting on all the things and you're just trying to like kill time and you're just like mesmerized by like all that emptiness really <laughs> you know what i do kind of understand that feeling because when i go in a pool sometimes i want to try to find that balance of not touching the ground and not touching the surface yeah. just floating there and it just it yeah. feels great and this is a really weird analogy but it's kind of kind of maybe like uh when you're in your mother's stomach you're just floating yeah. and all you hear is that ambient <laughs> <I> noise guess, <laughs> right yeah yeah no i guess that's true because it's like, yeah, it's, it's exactly that where you're just like, and you, and the thing is, it's like, you can't see anything underneath you. There's like nothing underneath you. And then you just see like your feet, like your fins, and they're just like hanging because you don't want to swim around. You just want to like relax. And it's just like, it's like such an amazing feeling. And a lot of people think it's weird because you're literally doing nothing. But I think it's it's such a good feeling to wrap up, you know, like when you're done diving, you're just like, ah, like, wow, like this is so relaxing. It's kind of like floating in space, the same concept. Just... Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm sure there's a lot less people who had the experience of floating in space than scuba diving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's just like, if you know what, If you, maybe, maybe it's close to it. I don't know. Like, I'm not. I was like, I don't know about space enough, but maybe it's like the closest you'll get. Could you imagine if astronauts actually had fins as well? <laughs> yeah, I know. They just kick away. Yeah. They just kick away. But uh, yeah. So you're talking about like this, there's a process to follow when it comes to scuba diving. It's not just a free for all. There's things you can do and cannot do. So on that note, what are some do's and don'ts when it comes to scuba diving? You have, you should be very disciplined. And I think that's, key and like of course respectful of the ocean because you're just a guest and then i think one of the most important thing is that know your limits and dive within the limits do not ever feel peer pressure if you don't feel comfortable and that's when it gets dangerous is that when you don't feel comfortable you're not confident and then you're even more like because i mean like going in the water is pretty nerve wrecking for some beginners but then and if you're not a comfortable at that situation like you don't have to do it like and i think that's very important i guess if like if uh like yeah and do's and don'ts and like yeah like don't and don't be overconfident with what you're doing like it's good to have confidence but don't be like overly confident because then you don't know how dangerous it could be 
because it, it's very it's very very dangerous it's, it is a very dangerous sport i would say but so it's important to be always mindful of you need to be careful and be cautious and be safe and follow the instructor listen to in, the instructors because there's always um, when we go, there's always there's always a guide, like the dive master. He's always like there to guide you and always listen to the briefs. And when you hear something, you're like, oh, I don't know about that. Then you can always be like, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out and no one will like I, I should say, like people shouldn't be make fun of you for that because you you actually know your limits. And it's better to be safe than sorry. And the, there's also a thing that they say like uh, one diver is better than two diver getting hurt. So I think that's like very important because like there's these stories that my dad tells me when he goes diving. And then one time he actually had like this crazy experience, which I, I won't go into right now, but where and then he came back up and people were like, oh, yeah, like actually. Uh, good thing you knew what you were doing because we lost two divers like two Whoa. weeks ago from that spot and then my dad was like okay good to know <laughs> but like that's the thing like and i think had i heard like yeah because i because I, it, it could get dangerous like you know if people who doesn't really know what to do or who's not following the guide like it, it could get dangerous and you could literally get like blown away, like drift away and you wouldn't even know it like because there's no road map to the ocean <laughs> nope no google maps for the ocean <laughs> no no google map it's like you always hope you have a compass and you have a little like sausage so when you go up the water people can see you <laughs> and on that note i guess it's really important to go diving with somebody else never to go diving alone and also learn some yeah basic i wouldn't i would i guess not basic but some actual gestures and signals that because you can't talk underwater no yeah like so i think that's like when you go to any diving classes or courses where that's like those are the first thing they the, those are some of the things they teach you are like gestures and the hand signals and stuff like that and that's why i don't want to knock at any dive shop when you're traveling because they do like you can take like a full day course at at like these places like when you go to like a resort or whatever and they have dive shop and you can definitely learn the safety and the course and they'll teach you everything and before you go in the water but I just want to say and then not to, like they're doing a great job but a lot of times sometimes they don't teach the full safety does that make sense no, no it does it does yeah. so they yeah like they'll they'll maybe teach you the like the most basic the most like minimum amount of safety that you need to know because they are like gonna be with you and maybe the dive site that you go to aren't like the most crazy maybe i don't know but like and that's why like i really like that um, the center that i go to like my dive center where they like when andrew took the course with them like because my dad was teaching there they go through like eh, like everything like it was like a two full day like classroom class I think and then they had like two days in the pool and then they did one day in like confined water and then open water before he got like actually certified to go diving and like and that's the thing I think it's like you really need to learn like most of the stuff and like try to retain everything of course but like you need to learn safety is always comes first right so 
yeah so I like sometimes like I because my friend also took like a course at like a resort down south and we were like he was like no what's that I'm like oh I was like what about that and he was like no they just told us to like a b c d and and I was like and you got certified and he was like yeah and I'm like okay that might have been <laughs> me <just> be careful <laughs> <laughs> we're like okay well you know just uh yeah just try to be safe and if you remember all the stuff then that's good <laughs> you're like but please be safe <laughs> yeah but please be safe and follow follow the guy follow the guide don't don't go anywhere too crazy now a random thought just popped up in my head i don't know if there is an actual answer but let's say you have you're scuba diving with somebody and they're further away how do you get their attention if they're not looking at you so like usually there i personally have like a bell like an in water bell like i and then the other thing that the easiest is that if you have some kind of buckle or like a metal buckle which you usually have on your equipment is that you knock on your tank like if you have like a buckle like a metal buckle or anything you like knock on your tank and they'll hear you like someone will turn around because everyone knows that like everyone is in the water and there's no crazy sound so basically, if you knock on that tank, someone is like anyone will t someone will turn around and be like, who who is doing that? And the other thing that if you do, really are in a jam and you have not like if you have nothing to actually knock the tank, you don't have the belt. So the other thing that I've learned to do is that if you hold a fist and then you hit your palm on your fist, like, you know, if you have it like upwards, your fist upward, and then you just use your palm to hit the top. You'll make like a like a rustling key sound. And then, yeah, I know it, it sounds weird, but like uh, you actually have to do it to actually know what I'm talking about. But yeah, like that part, like someone will also hear you and they like, chances are your person that you're diving with aren't that far apart where they can't even hear that. Then in that case, then you're really screwed <laughs> I, my dumbass, and i'm just thinking okay i'm gonna fill up my bathtub and just try this out just to see what it sounds like <laughs> but yeah like yeah like hold your fist like upwards or you know but you know what i mean like you're hitting like use your palm to hit the top of that that round round spot like on your uh on and then you'll make like is there is a sound like a weird sound that it comes out and people will hear you that is cool that is i never knew that that's awesome yeah yeah it's just like things that you learn like safety things that you learn that you're like yeah like basically yeah like things that like it's just because you want to be safe and the thing is because i dive with my dad so my dad is since i'm diving with him he's even more like he watches me like hawk like <laughs> even though sometimes i think like he would be like so he was like okay i was like oh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna skip this dive because i'm feeling really tired or whatever He'd be like, okay, and then I could really enjoy myself then. Because, <laughs> like, when I first started, he was pretty nervous about me as well, be just because, like, I'm his kid. So uh, he would, like, be like, oh, like, he'd be like, oh, where are you? Like, are you, are you, are you okay? Like, are you good? I'd be like, yes, dad, I'm fine. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> like, you know, but. I could just imagine he had a rope tied to you while scuba diving and he'd pull <laughs> you in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? But now that I have a kid, I obviously understand his concerns. <laughs> but yeah like uh, it was, it's just like i I'd, i'm pretty sure like my experience was 
very good because I've always had very professional people watching after me and looking after me. So I was very fortunate that I learned all these random stuff as well. Did you know like you can write you can write with a pencil in the water? Really? Like but on what? I wouldn't imagine paper. Like like (laughs) if you have like there's like a certain plastic that you bring in the water and it's like a special board, I think is special. But you can usually you can use a pencil. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I I don't I mean I don't know what kind of board that is, but it's uh yeah. So I thought you were saying I don't know what kind of witchcraft this is, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty interesting. <laughs> and it can be very important in situations where you have to communicate something sp- specific, especially. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like and I mean, yes, you learn all these signals, but sometimes you're just like, oh, like FYI, like. <laughs> yeah, if like you want to say, do you want to go for burgers after? There's no signal for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I can't wait until you hit the surface. You got to ask right yeah. now. <laughs> and uh, so, on the top of actual safety, have you actually ever injured yourself while scuba diving? Luckily, I have not. I have not injured myself. No, like I think maybe we've got like cramps here and there, but that's pretty much it. Uh, one of the scariest thing though that I, I have myself that happened is that we were doing like a current dive so basically the current is it's a current so there's always current and you're just uh, not really moving you're just floating with the current and the the current will take you wherever and then one time I think I got a bit too far or I didn't have enough weight in my uh, in my jacket and I was just like the current was going and I was going higher and higher and higher and I was like I was like oh my god like and I like and I didn't really and I was still like not an experienced diver at that time so I was like oh my god I didn't know what to do and then like uh, my uh, my dad was like you know pull like get all the air out of your jacket like pull pull and I was just like what and then nothing was coming out so I was like, I don't know what to do. And then so, uh, yeah, but luckily, like my um, his my dad's friend that we were also with, he like literally like he came and he like actually like pulled me down and like pushed this button to let all the air out of my jacket to like sink me back down. But yeah, I was really scared because I was like, I was like, because the thing is in my head, I was like, I don't know what to do. And, and the thing is, you're not really supposed to suddenly go up back up the water because it's really dangerous for your lungs. So I was just like, uh <laughs> You're like, just just somebody help, please. Yeah, just help. Yeah. And then I was just like, and I didn't. And and I think that was when I learned like the sound making methods because I was like, I don't know how to get anyone's attention. Like, but yeah. So anyways, yeah, my dad and his friend got me and like pulled me down and I was fine and I continued. <laughs> it was like a moment thing. And it actually, I guess it really does teach you how to react in the moment and learn to not yeah. panic and control. Because I feel like then you then compared to you later on in scuba diving, you've taught yourself like, all right, this is what I need to do in this type of situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like what not to do. So I'll be like, oh, OK. So they're like, oh, because of how my body was positioned, it was easy for the wave to push me up. Because I was like on a certain angle. 
I'm like, hmm, okay. And then so they were like, yeah, because your body was at this angle so that you're like able, so the current was just like pushing you upwards and upwards. And they're like, oh, just do this angle and then and then that won't happen. I'm like, oh, okay, noted. Good, good. Now you have like a whole book. So I got do's and don'ts. This is what I need to do. <laughs> and on that note, what would you say has scuba diving taught you in life? I have to be very disciplined. And you definitely have to follow instruction and not overconfident in a sense that like, for me, I have a tendency of just be like, Oh, you know what, like, I could do this, like, I can do this. Like, I don't tell me I can't do this, like, I can do this. And the thing is, with when it comes to diving, I've learned that, like, if you can't do it, you can't do it. Like, don't, don't, don't push yourself to that point where you can put your life in jeopardy you know what i mean like of course i'm like of course that we're talking about like playing video games or going skydiving you can do this like you can do this but certainly with certain things is that if, if you don't feel comfortable you don't feel comfortable like you don't have to do it <laughs> yeah don't fall into peer pressure kids do whatever yeah, you yeah. feel is best like for yourself if, if, yeah exactly and it's and it's important to know that about yourself I think one time after that situation, like where I was like in the current and I got really scared. <laughs> and then the next one, they're like, oh, the next one will also be a current dive. And at that moment, I was like, eh, you know what? I feel a little nervous. So I'm just going to take a step back from this one. And then once I was able to like regroup, like once I was like, okay, like, all right, I'm going to try this again. Then I went back in. I like that. I like that idea is like, I'm not comfortable with it, but I'll try to figure out a way to make it more comfortable later on. I don't have to do it now. I do it whenever I feel yeah. ready. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, and it's just a good way of like, I think that's what I've learned. Like before, I think if I, I probably would have been like, ah, oh, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm good. I got to face this like head on. Like, but then as some, at some point, certain situation, you just can't. <laughs> And now flipping to a darker side, hopefully it's not too dark, but what are some misconceptions about people who do scuba diving? Interesting enough, you do not need to know how to swim. I like, I think that's like a lot of people think that, but I'm just like, you do not need to know how to swim when you're diving because A, you're technically not really supposed to swim when you're in the water, but you're just supposed to just kick a bit and like, and it will take you, you know, and you have flotation devices, you have fins, like you do not need to actually physically be able to do like strokes and like freestyle, like swimming, like, yeah, you don't need to learn any of those <laughs> if you want to dive. So that's one thing. And I guess of the fact that is quite dangerous. And yes, it is, it, it is quite dangerous. But as long as you're safe like you know the safety procedure and you follow the rules and you follow like the guide and you listen to them and what they tell you is like where to go and stuff like that then i think it's a perfectly safe sport i i so i guess that you would have to say it's a lot easier to learn how to navigate while scuba diving than actually swimming which because all you have to do is kick and then your body turns into like a little torpedo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're and a lot of times swimming it's just you're afraid of breathing and drowning, but 
if you have an air device, you know, a regulator, an air piece literally in your mouth, then what do you have to worry about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that, but yeah. Now you learned something new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what was your biggest challenge for you when you first started this hobby? The thing is, it's like I said, it's like a two, two day course. But then like for me, it's like I don't actually really, really know it until I'm actually doing it the activity so a lot of things i felt like i relearned when i was in the water Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like oh yeah that or that i I think that was really hard and i and the fact that i'm not really supposed to actually swim in the water that was very challenging for me i was like oh because i'm like trying to like move my arms but then my dad would always come and be like stop moving your arms (laughs) I'm like, uh, on that note, because, and then I learned it the hard way. I don't know. I learned it. I was like, and then I was like, oh, I really shouldn't do this. It's one, just sorry, on a side note. It was like one time we were diving and then there was this other guy on the same tour as us, I guess. And he was using his arm to like swim, like, you know, like the frog swim with the arms out. And he was, he was a bigger guy like a much bigger guy than me. And uh, when he was swimming, he managed to pull my regulator out of my oh. mouth. Yeah, like he's, he used his arm and he was swimming and he like knocked my regulator out of my face. So yeah, I was just like, yep, note. And then I was like, but it was good because you learn these techniques to like uh, retract your regulators back in your mouth and like how to get it back in your mouth. And I was just like, yep, okay, don't swim. Don't move your arms because you could actually hurt someone <laughs> speaking about actually learning things on the go i remember the one time i went one thing we did do was uh put water in the mask and figure out how to get rid of it because that could happen yeah that's very very common <laughs> yeah you just gotta blow with your nose good thing you have large nostrils so i can blow out yeah. much faster <laughs> but yeah and the thing is like you don't realize how often you actually have to do it when you're until you're actually in the water but yeah, and I and I remember like my dad would purposely not like I, yeah purposely kind of make me fill my mask like halfway up, and like make me do it. And he was like, if you don't do it, then like you're you're screwed. So do it. And I'm like, oh my god. And like as like the I think I was maybe late late teen years, late late teen years. I was just like, oh, oh no, I was in my twenties. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like he was like, oh my god, like you know, like being like a brat and be like, oh, I don't want to do it, but like. But now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> now, to follow with that, it feels like you don't have any other challenges, but I have to ask this question anyways. What is your current challenge or your latest challenge? Uh, I feel like my latest challenge is just getting in the water. <laughs> that, yes, going in the water. And I think I want to be a better diver. As in, like, I want to be more aware of my surroundings. Because I find a lot of times when I'm diving, I'm just very, like, focus on like myself (laughs) and like okay like what am I doing where am I going but a lot of times you're diving with a buddy like your buddy is your safety line like you know what I mean like that person could could help you and a lot of times you have to be aware of them as well so I think I need to learn to be more aware of other people around me to be like yes it's not my responsibility all the time but it should be when someone is your partner in the water 
right? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like you should be more like cautious. Like, where are they? Like, where did they go? Like, yeah, I actually, yeah, that, that was the one thing that my dad would sometimes give me a hard time. Like, he would be like, where's like in the water? He's like, where's your body? Like with hands. Like, oh, no, like, oh my God. Yeah. Where's my body? And then, yeah. So he's back so, on the like, boat. So that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then that was like, you know, like because he's my dad, so he would give me a hard time. He would be mm-hmm. like, did you even know that your buddy was like going up to do his safety shop? Like, did you even know that? I'm like, well, they're supposed to tell me. They're like, yeah, but they're not supposed to have to go and find you to do that. I'm like, yes, you're right, dad. You're right. <laughs> usually, like, do you usually just go with you and your dad and somebody else or do you go with a bigger group? Because you mentioned like there's like the frog guy, sometimes other people. Do you yeah. have, what's the size of your yeah. group? So, like, usually, I think if I'm not mistaken, usually there's one guy, there is at least like maybe like eight people, seven to eight people. But some um, some shops are big, like some shops are busier, so they would have like more people to to a group, depending on like. Uh, so, for example, if it's like a less experienced group, they would have less people. But once, like, I remember one time we were diving with like a more experienced team, which is like my like with my dad and his friends, and they're all very seasoned divers. And there was like I think it was like twelve of us like in one group and which is like and usually like my um usually the trips that we go on it's like a group that's organized by like my dad's friend so there would be usually like all of them together and like yeah so it's kind of like it it really depends on the dive shop I don't like I I wish I could tell you if there's like a safety like daycare thing you know where it's like one adult per five children like you know i i don't know if it's like (laughs) i don't know if there's a rule for that but like i'm i'm pretty sure like i've been to where it was like 10 12 people for one guide or there's like uh but one time i've been and there was only like seven or six so i think it depends on how busy the shop is And uh, another random question, is there any type of way that people can identify other people? Like usually some people have their own, let's say wetsuits or dry suits, which are sometimes have different colors. Or is it like when you go to like one that has 12 people, are they all wearing the same, let's say black wetsuit? Uh, no, everyone, uh, I, th- I don't think so. <laughs> like there's no actual identification. Because like, like everyone is basically like their own. But the thing is, because a lot of dive shops, they rent equipment. So you could actually rent stuff and you can be like, oh, that's that dive shop people maybe. And like on their tank, usually there's like the dive shop name on it and stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, But then like usually, yeah, like, but then if for us to identify, like when we're in the water, I know that's my dad because my dad, it's like he wears like that's his wetsuit and his fins. And then I, there's, okay, so Andrew uh, recently became like a diver too. And then one of, uh, <laughs> one of my dad's friends have like a, a wetsuit that's like the Bruce Lee outfit. Oh, you know, like that's the dope. yellow and the black. <laughs> I know. And Andrew's like, that's what I want. Like, I like one, like next time, like when we're, when I'm getting a new wetsuit, like that's what I want. That's like, so cool. The Bruce Lee outfit. So I know like that's, that's like so-and-so because he has that wetsuit so 
And uh, yeah, and then I think some people have like bandanas so they could like recognize them, like other people recognize them or whatever. But yeah, like I don't think there's an actual way. <laughs> Just a name tag or giant name over your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there's Dave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby? I would just say, like, go for it, man. Like, it's uh, YOLO. Because <laughs> it's like, it's, it's one of those things where you can't experience it anywhere else. But you can't, I mean, I guess that goes with same, same, like, that goes with a lot with, like, you know, if you, like, climb a mountain or, like, go skydiving. Certain things. Skydiving. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, and I feel like scuba diving is one of those activities where you really can't experience it anywhere else. But at that moment where you are like in the ocean, you should be afraid in a sense that, yes, it is very scary. But you also know that there that's why there are all these protocols and procedures for you to follow that it is a safe sport. Like, yes, it's dangerous, but there's all these things in place to keep you safe. And in a way, the fear itself keeps you aware. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. So it's just like, there's no time like now, but not really now because we're all stuck inside. But <laughs> So you're saying the bathtub is not a replacement for actual scuba diving? <laughs> uh, no, unless you want to remember, you want to learn, learn your breathing. But yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you could fit in your bathtub with a tank and everything in there. <laughs> no, no. No, but like, yeah, that that was like the one thing. And I, well, that's the thing. Like, I saw a picture. I don't. You probably seen it where this person is like in full scuba gear in the supermarket. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, different experience. I don't know where he would put his wallet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely. But yeah, like it's. I think that's well, the one thing. It's just like don't be afraid. Like, go try it. Like, it's it's worth it. And you don't need to start in a giant ocean. You can start in a lake, you know, so wherever yeah. you feel comfortable, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, like they have classes in the pool. Exactly. So start. that's where they all start anyways. Yeah. You got to go in the pool and work on those equipment. And once you feel comfortable, like then you can go deeper into it. And yeah, that's, yeah, the dis discovery courses. That's what those are. Or you just test it out see if you like it <laughs> i i loved it i wish i had continued doing it but ottawa is not equipped for scuba diving i did it through patty no. i don't know if they still yeah, exist yeah, but yeah. yeah oh yes yes they're very accredited around the globe nice so. <laughs> and uh, so i asked this question at the beginning of the episode but i'll ask it again at the end do you have any social media links let's say instagram twitter or anything else you'd like to share yeah, just like my, uh, like I think, yeah, the My Dive Center uh, is run by <clears throat> one run by a gentleman who's a friend of my friend of my dad's, and he does a really good job with his website, and like they're very ethical. Ethical, <laughs> and I, like I think that, that was <laughs> ethical. Like it's just they're he's not out to like he like they're just not out to just get you. Like they yes, they're running a business but they just want you to have a great experience because they're actually passionate about it. Like they're very passionate about the activity, the sport. 
Well, that's perfect. I'll put that in the uh, information in the description below. And also, I would feel like it, it would be on their part to make sure that everything goes well or, or else they'd get bad reviews, which... Yeah, exactly. So they have the incentive to make sure that they're very ethical and make things run smoothly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, for the last question, this might be the hardest question of them all. Do you have any questions for me about scuba diving? Oh. Oh, Alex. <laughs> uh, I guess my question for you is, do you enjoy it enough to get your partner into it? Yeah, I would love to do it. Gia, my wife, would not. She does not like the idea. She's like the opposite. She doesn't like the idea of bottomless and infinity for the ocean. She's like, if I can't see the bottom, I'm not going there. That's yeah, her response. Okay, okay. But I'm like, on the other hand, I love it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, I, I think if you're like patient, like my dad, then eventually once you if you start this hobby if you start this activity or sports then maybe one day <laughs> one day you just need to talk about it enough and i think that was that's key <laughs> just casually bring it up in a conversation so you know the ocean what a lovely place you know fish you love eating fish right right yeah fish oh so delicious uh well you know what there's a lot of fish <laughs> But, oh my god <laughs> but uh so yeah there you have it another body with a hobby thank you so much jennifer for coming on and just expanding my mind of the world that's in the ocean thank you thank you for having me this was fun See, it really just turned into a conversation of full of randomness yeah. and laughter <laughs> exactly exactly Oh, man. So once again, uh, if you guys want to learn more about what Jennifer talked about, I'll put that link in the description below so you can go check that out. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the podcast and want to leave a review, you know what? I'll accept those. I'm, I'm pretty open. I like reviews. You know, if they're bad or good, you know, they're, they're reviews. It's, it helps me grow. And if you're interested, I also have a patron if you want to become that. And I also sell merchandise on Redbubble. All those links will be down below if you want to just check that out. If you don't, then go listen to all the other episodes. There's a lot of other stuff you can listen to. And uh, so, yeah, thank you once again, Jennifer. All right. Thanks, Alex. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>